0: you may not be able to donate millions of dollars. You're not there yet, but that's the goal. That's the idea to be able to really give and to serve at that level of capacity. But I guarantee there are still ways for you to serve.
1: CEOs often feel stuck in the grind of scaling their business and feel like they're missing out on the best parts of life, like family, friends, or travel. On this podcast, CEOs come to take themselves and their companies to the next level. Let's dive into The Millionaire Mind with your host, Dallin Schultz.
0: Hey folks, just wanted to add a quick little disclaimer. We do have a little bit of audio glitching in this episode and just want to let you know that our team works really, really hard to provide a quality product, but at the end of the day, sometimes there's technical issues and we did our best to improve it, but just so you know, you are going to hear a little bit of that through this episode, I promise you. It's not going to disrupt the message, and you're still going to find a tremendous amount of value. So, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for supporting us and enjoy the episode. Welcome back to another Millionaire Mind episode. Today is part six of our six part mini series. And I'll be honest, the topic today is probably one of my favorites. And it's one of the things that, as I've continued to connect with very, very wealthy, successful business people, I see this just emulating from them. And there's some potential traps and mindset things around this topic that I hope we can address and talk about today so that you can start implementing it today. So again, appreciate you all for tuning in for the last five mini parts of this mini series and really hope that it has brought value. And sincerely, from the bottom of my heart, I appreciate you even tuning in to the show. You have so many different Options and podcasts at your fingertips. And for whatever reason, you're deciding to listen to the millionaire mind. So thank you. Thank you for taking time out of your day in your car ride to tune in to the guests and the topics and the things that I really hope and strive to bring to you to help get you to that next level, whatever that level is for you. So again, today is our part six of our six part mini series. And all of these have been geared towards just helping you prevent making the same mistakes that i made and some other business owners have made. And some of you may have already been experienced these mistakes or are going through them right now. So the idea is just to bring these topics to the forefront of your mind. And what I'd like to wrap up this mini-series with, and the topic we'll be touching on today, is not coming from a place of having a go-giver attitude. Now, being a go-giver, that is directly pulled from one of my favorite books. Again, another one in my top five called The Go-Giver. And this is a very anecdotal book that's geared around good business practice. And it's about this guy in the sales industry, introduced to a very, very wealthy man, and he helps instill these what he considers and calls the five laws a stratospheric success. And I'll touch on those in a minute, but very easy to read, highly, highly recommend it. Before we get into that though, I want to share with you a personal experience I had meeting one of the wealthiest people I've ever met in person. And this gentleman, I'm not going to drop any name just out of privacy and stuff. He, he probably wouldn't care, but he created a business back in the day geared around compiling phone books and yellow pages. And some people listening to this may not even know what yellow pages are. But before cell phones, and iPhones and smartphones, you had the phone books that had all the businesses listed in it and people's individual landline numbers. And it was a very, very good way to sell marketing and advertising dollars because when people needed to look up a plumber or look up an electrician, they didn't go to Google. They didn't go to the internet, they went to the Yellow Pages to find someone locally. So selling ad space in the Yellow Pages was very tough business and competitive, but could be very profitable. And this gentleman did that in the Western United States and even up into Canada, started compiling and putting phone books together. And this was his career for a good portion of his time. And back in 2007, I believe, he sold his portion or the company, not a portion of it, he sold all of that off to a larger conglomerate for I believe it was right around $250 million. Sold this business. This was back before 2008. This was before iPhones. Like A year or two later, smartphones started rolling out. And we've seen how that technology has completely changed and phone books are almost no more. Now I know they're used in probably a lot of rural areas and stuff, but it's not common. So got out, great timing. Anyways, he sent on a quarter of a billion dollars and sets up a family office. And what a family office is, is typically have a hundred million or more of capital or assets. You put together an office that then manages that for you. And they spend a lot of time helping other businesses that were already profitable and doing well just infuse capital into it to help him get to the next level and just got involved in a lot of different business ventures. But as fascinating as that was, this guy and his wife, we got connected with them. And they'd happened to be in Arizona visiting because they have a second home here. And we went out to lunch with them. And we sat down and we started talking to them. I'm telling you, take one look at these people and you'd have no idea how much they were worth until you started talking to them and realized what they were involved in. But what really struck me was their attitude of giving. And I'll just share with you things that they shared with us. So they set up a college fund for all their kids and their grandkids. And the stipulation was that they had to, at minimum, maintain a C. And they would pay for the first four years of school, so an undergraduate degree. If they wanted to go on further than that, then they were on their own, but they were willing to pay for that first four years of school, assuming that you maintained a C because they figured, look, a C shouldn't be that difficult. And if you're really intentional and focused, you can still have fun and get a C in school. Now, if you drop below that, you actually got to pay us back what we've spent and invested then into your education so far. So they did this for all of their grandkids, but they had (laughs) so much capital flowing into this foundation that they set up that they actually opened it up to all of their employees. And all the other companies that they were involved in. And when I asked them, I said, how many people do you apply and how many people do you sponsor essentially a year to go to college? And they said it was just under 200 people a year that they're paying for their entire college education. They said they've even had people go to Harvard and they paid for that. And it wasn't just their families, it was their employees' families, their employees' kids. And I was just, blown away like what an incredible way to give and to serve. Another thing that they did is they they donated a bunch of money to some hospitals and to some programs and buildings up where where they live. And it's just absolutely incredible how generous they were with their capital. Now, I think one of the traps that a lot of people fall into is like, well, yeah, but if I was worth millions of dollars, I could easily do that as well. And yes, you could and you could do more of it, but my challenge for you. And I guess what I'd like to challenge your thinking on is why not start today? You may not be able to donate millions of dollars, right? You're not there yet, but that's the goal. That's the idea to be able to really give and to serve at that level of capacity. But I guarantee there are still ways for you to serve and to give today even if you're nowhere close to that mark. Hey, Dallin Schultz here with Rev Equity Group. We just launched an exciting new investment opportunity for those looking to diversify their investments across a thousand plus apartment units in some of the hottest markets in the country. If you are fed up with banks and the stock market, and want to invest in hard assets to more effectively grow and preserve your wealth, then click on the link in the show notes for more info. Or go to investwithrev.com and schedule a short 15-minute intro call so we can determine if our investment strategy is aligned with your goals. It's time to take your financial future into your own hands. Take action, schedule a call, and find out how my team can serve you. At Rev, we make apartment investing easy. Now, whether you're religious or not, one thing that's big in my life is paying 10% tithing. I give 10% to the church because I believe in that law and I believe in that principle and the good that comes from it. And like, if you're not religious, if you don't believe in tithing, that's fine. My challenge to you then is still donate, take 10% of what you earn and donate it give it to a charity, give it to a cause that you support, that you feel good about. And I'm telling you, just watch and see how things come around full circle. So there is ways to start giving and start serving today. Now, this next quote, if you will, or challenge is for the parents out there and especially parents with young Kids. This is something that hit me hard. So that's why I'm sharing it. I understand that this isn't going to apply to everyone listening, and that's okay because maybe your kids are older. Maybe you don't have kids. Maybe you don't plan on having kids. That's okay. But again, this is for those that have kids, specifically ones that are younger. I have four kids. I have an eight year old. I got a five year old. I got a three year old. And I got a four month old, right? So very young age range with these four kids. And it's easy for me to get caught up in the business. I absolutely love what I do. I'm very passionate about it. And any entrepreneur, any business owner can likely say the same thing. They think about the business. They talk about the business. It's, and it usually drives our spouses nuts. And it's easy to lose track of time and to prioritize the work in the business because we know that if we do this, this, and this, we'll get to this point and it gets us closer to our goal. The challenge is is that goal keeps moving, that horizon keeps moving the closer we get. So for me, I've really had to work on setting boundaries and prioritizing my time. And I had this incident a while back where my daughter, she had just turned eight years old and I realized she's about 50% of her time with mom and dad. Within nine, 10 years, she's going to be out of the house. And a few years prior to that, when she hits her teenage years, who knows? what she's going to be going through and what kind of relationship we'll have at that point. And it really scared me. And I realized like how quick time has been going. And so I made it very intentional to start doing weekly date nights with my daughter. Just her and I, we'd go out because I wanted to spend that time with her. I know she's going to go through crap when she's older. We've all been teenagers. We've been there before. Stuff happens. I want to have a relationship with my daughter so that she's comfortable coming to me and having conversations, regardless of what's happening, and what's going on. And she'll know that I'm always there for her. I love her. I support her. That relationship building has to start now, not in five years when she's a teenager. That has to start now. And I've read this quote and it hit me hard. And again, I'm sharing it for you parents out there with young kids or even kids at home. And it's the best gift and investment you can give your child is your time. Kids don't need much. They might think they want a lot, say they want this or that for their birthday, for Christmas. What they need is your time. And if you don't have kids, maybe you have a spouse, maybe you have a boyfriend, girlfriend, a a significant other, make sure you're spending time with those people. Because I promise you what you're working for at the business and all that isn't going to matter if you lose all those people that you're claimed to be doing it for. All right. So there's ways to give. And it's not just financial, you can give of your time, which in my opinion, is probably the most valuable thing you can give, whether it's to your kids or not, because time is finite. Once you spend it, you don't get it back. And I think people deep down really recognize that. So if you take time, you make a call, you connect with somebody in a more personal way, that goes a really long way. To wrap up this last episode, I want to touch on this book, The Go-Giver by uh, Bob Berg. So in this book, they talk about the five laws of stratospheric success. So I'm just going to summarize these. And again, I'm telling you, you are missing out if you haven't read this book. So definitely go check it out. Either Audible, go on Amazon, purchase it, whatever you got to do. So the first law they talk about is the law of value. And here, the point they're trying to make is that your true worth is determined by how much more you give in value than you take in payment. It's really going above and beyond what people expect of you. The second law is the law of compensation. What they're stating is that your income is determined by how many people you serve and how well you serve them. And I think as business owners, it's so easy to get caught up on how many people you want to serve that some of the quality takes a hit. So again, the law of compensation, your income is determined by how many people you serve and how well you serve them. The third one is the law of influence. Your influence is determined by how abundantly you place other people's interests first. What I like to tell my team and other people that are in business is think of any good action story that has a hero. Right? We all want to be that hero. We want to be that hero. We want the recognition. Look what we did. Look what I accomplished. To be a truly successful business owner with this go-giver attitude, really set yourself up as the guide to the hero. So the example I like to use is Daniel LaRusso and Mr. Miyagi from The Karate Kid, right? And that story, Daniel LaRusso is the hero, moves into a new school, getting bullied, starts karate, and takes on the bully of the school, right? He's the hero. Mr. Miyagi is the guide. He's the one that's setting Daniel LaRusso up for success and teaching him vital lessons. He's helping him get from point A to point B. So the law of influence, your influence is determined by how abundantly you place other people's interests first. If you're setting yourself up as the guide to your hero story, the hero would be your clients or prospects. It's going to be hard not to have a positive influence and impact on them. Fourth one they talk about is the law of authenticity. The most valuable gift you have to offer is yourself. Another quote on this topic I absolutely love, but be yourself because everyone else is already taken. I promise you, I'm telling you, there are people that you personally will be able to connect to that I want it because you have different belief systems. You have a different upbringing. You have different characteristics. There are people you are going to be able to connect with that I just won't be able to. And if you're being yourself, you're going to attract the right people. Now, there's ways to improve yourself, right? If you're just an a-hole all the time, then nobody wants to be around that. But I'd probably attract other a-holes and who knows? You guys will go into business together. But again, be yourself. The most valuable gift you have to offer is yourself. And by doing so, people will pick up on that authenticity. They'll trust you and opportunities will open up. Now, the last one, I think this is huge and that's the law of receptivity. So there's people that will give, give, and give. And then whenever there's an opportunity for them to receive, there's an opportunity for someone to serve them, they turn it down. And what this law talks about is the key to effective giving is to stay open to receiving. Don't prevent other people from experiencing the gifts of serving and giving by saying no and not accepting it. So again, the key to effective giving is to stay open to receiving. Cause I'm telling you right now, the more you give, the more you're going to receive. And there's going to be times and situations and things that just happen that you might feel like you don't deserve or that you haven't earned it. What this book talks about, what that final law talks about is just being open to those opportunities because that's how it all works. That's how the universe works when you continue to give selflessly. So absolutely incredible book. And I'm telling you, oh man, I think there's this false notion around very wealthy and successful people that they hoard their money, they keep it at the expense of other people. And I am telling you that is so far from the truth. Now, I'm not saying there's not any bad apples out there. I know there's people like that. But some of the most wealthy and generous people I've met are people that are very successful business owners. And I can promise you that they were giving before they came into the money. They just had that go-giver attitude. And again, that's something you could do today. So my challenge to you, listener, on this final episode of the six-part mini series is to become a go-giver and figure out what ways you can serve and give today. And I promise you, it's going to make such a huge impact. So again, look, I so appreciate you tuning in and listening. And if you got any value, out of any of these episodes or even our episode today, it would mean the world to me to leave a five-star rating. The more we rate this, the more we're able to get it in front of other business owners, other entrepreneurs. And I really, really strive to bring quality content to you. stuff that I wish that I had at my fingertips as I got started. And it was there available. I just didn't know where to look. So share it. Share it with your friends, share it with your family, share it with anyone that you think could really benefit from these episodes. So appreciate you tuning in to the six-part mini-series. And we're going to get back in to our guest interviews on the next episode. But while I have you here, people have been asking me what my company does. So I'll share that with you now. My company partners with busy professionals that are looking to experience significant tax savings, have more to invest, and even reinvest their hard-earned capital. And we work with other successful business owners like you by offering them opportunities to invest alongside us in large apartment deals. At Rev, we found that most successful business owners have a strong desire to give and serve. We simply provide the vehicle to enable them to grow and preserve their wealth so they can give up their time and financial success more abundantly and freely. If you've been wanting to get involved in apartment investing, but have been too busy to figure out where or how to start, then you can find out how I could serve you by visiting investwithrev.com and schedule a 15 minute discovery call. Most people don't realize that you don't need millions to get involved in apartment investing. It's very possible you can get started in apartment ownership today. It could be overwhelming vetting the right investment and the right operator, but at Rev, we make apartment investing easy. And remember, you can't have a million dollar dream with a minimum wage work ethic. So go out there and earn your rent for today and we'll catch you on the next episode.
1: Hope you got value from this episode of The Millionaire Mind, a journey into the mindset of successful business owners. If you want to get results, you've gotta take the right steps to get there. Dallin hosts a free weekly educational webinar focused on teaching you how to start investing in apartments so you too can experience the benefits of real estate ownership without doing any of the heavy lifting. There you can gain insights, connect with others like you, and ask Dallin all your burning questions about how you can start owning apartments today. Go to themillionairemind.us. That link is in the show notes.